0: If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. They say somewhere out there there's a pen that can work in zero gravity, at extreme temperatures, and even underwater. They say this pen can write on almost any surface, or if you turn it upside down, or when your surroundings are heated up to 570 degrees Fahrenheit. They say NASA spent millions or probably billions of dollars and almost a decade to develop such a pen. The problem with ballpoint pens in space is that they don't work in the conditions of weightlessness. The ink can't flow to the ball normally since gravity doesn't affect it. Instead, pressure is created in the ink reservoir and pens start leaking. Some time ago, NASA used pencils, but wooden pencils were considered to be a fire hazard in most spaceships, all because, at that time, the atmosphere inside them was 100% oxygen. The need for a super pen was obvious. But whatever the rumors claim, NASA did not create such a pen, spending a fortune on the research. Its development was sponsored by Paul C. Fisher of the Fisher Pen Company, based in Chicago. He spent over $1 million in almost 10 years to make a pressurized ink cartridge. It was supposed to allow space pens to function in zero gravity and other extreme conditions. Eventually, they got a pen that could write at a temperature of minus 30 to 250 degrees Fahrenheit, which is really impressive, isn't it? The pen was patented in 1966. And, one year later, after conducting several thorough tests, NASA started to provide Apollo astronauts with such pens. Interestingly, the rumors about NASA spending an insane amount of money on the development of space pens have been circulating for decades. They have been debunked many times, but they appear again and again. Many sci-fi movies can make you believe that everything happening in space is accompanied by some kind of a sound effect, which is a totally false misconception. In space, no one will hear you scream. You know why? There's no air in space. It's an almost perfect vacuum. And sound waves don't travel through a vacuum. They can't reach your eardrums and make them vibrate, sending signals to your brain. But it's a good thing, especially for astronauts on spacewalks. If not for the quietness of space, they would be constantly overwhelmed by the noise of solar storms. Here's another one. All comets have beautiful long tails. It's nothing but a popular misconception. In reality, comets are very difficult space bodies to spot. They usually spend large amounts of time far away from stars. There, in the darkness of space, they remain rather inactive and completely frozen. Comets only get tails once they come close to a star. That's when they start warming up. This process makes them form some kind of a cloudy atmosphere, which is called a coma, and a distinctive tail. The tail always points away from the star that influences the comet. It happens because the tail gets blown in the opposite direction by solar radiation and solar winds. That's why the tail can often be in front of the comet, not trailing after it. Now, let's look at a light year. This very notion makes us believe we speak about time here. But in reality, light years measure distance. NASA's definition of a light year goes like this. The total distance that a beam of light moving in a straight line travels in a year. And since light moves at a speed of 186,000 miles per second, a light year equals almost 6 trillion miles. Hey, do the math! Now, people often believe that in space, you experience zero gravity. Hence the weightlessness astronauts feel on the International Space Station. But that's not exactly true. Gravity is one of the most important forces that exist in the universe. Thanks to it, the Moon can orbit Earth, and the Sun doesn't float away from our home Milky Way galaxy. But the astronauts on the ISS experience not full-fledged, but microgravity, which means very small gravity. The gravity on the space station is only 10% weaker than the gravity on Earth's surface. But astronauts are constantly in free fall. The spacecraft, the people inside, and all the objects aboard keep falling forward, not down, but around our planet, following a specific orbit. And since they're all falling together, the crew and the stuff inside seem to be floating. That's why astronauts can move things as heavy as hundreds of pounds with their fingertips. And even though microgravity is often called zero gravity, they're very different things. Now, it may seem as if the sun is always on fire. At least, that's what it looks like in pictures. But in reality, our star is a giant ball of gas. Hey, I can relate. Nuclear reactions happening in its core at all times makes the sun burn. Every second, hundreds of millions of tons of hydrogen are converted into almost as much helium. During this process, huge amounts of energy are released as gamma rays. Then, these rays turn into light. In other words, the sun does emit blinding light and incredible heat. But it's not actually on fire, because no oxygen is involved in the process. A human can explode if they get into open space without a spacesuit. Well, contrary to popular belief, taking off a spacesuit during a spacewalk won't be as dramatic as it's often pictured in movies. A person will lose consciousness due to a lack of oxygen after 15 seconds of being in outer space without protection. Before it happens, the person should breathe out as much air as possible. Otherwise, this oxygen will damage their lungs from the inside. Then, without the protection of the spacesuit, which is like a mini-spaceship, the pressure inside their body will drop. This will cause even more serious troubles. And even though this person definitely won't burst, they won't want to stay outside for too long. Black holes are giant, scary cosmic vacuum cleaners, they say. But in reality, black holes are more like fly traps. They don't look for things to munch on. Instead, they sit out there quite passively. Only when a star comes too close does a black hole spring into action. Even so, only those space objects that cross a certain border get ripped apart. If the Sun were suddenly replaced with a black hole, Earth's orbit wouldn't change. At the same time, Earth's temperature would be different. There would be no solar wind, and no magnetic storms created by the Sun would affect our planet. And let's say the black hole that replaced the Sun had the same mass as our star. Then, according to the law of physics, Earth would have to come very close to get pulled into this black hole. Now, the dark side of the Moon myth was debunked more than 50 years ago. And still, not everyone knows that this dark side is simply part of the Earth's natural satellite that faces away from our planet. By no means is it darker than any other region of the Moon, and sunlight falls equally on all sides of the satellite. It only seems dark because we never see this side of the Moon from Earth. All because of the phenomenon known as tidal locking. Over billions of years, ooh, let me say that again, billions of years, the gravitational connection between our planet and its natural satellite has changed their orbits. The speed at which they move has also become different. And since Earth is way bigger than the Moon, the satellite's rotation was gradually slowing down. Until at one point, it reached the point of balance. And now, it takes the Moon the same time to make a full rotation around its axis and to fully orbit around Earth. Now You might have heard people referring to Venus as Earth's twin. It's true that both these planets are of almost the same size. They have similar mass and composition. The surface gravity on Venus is 91% of that on Earth. So, if your weight was 100 pounds on our planet, on Venus, you'd weigh 91 pounds. And still, calling these planets twins is a step too far. The atmosphere on Venus is 100 times thicker than that on Earth. Plus, its surface temperatures are insanely high, up to 850 degrees Fahrenheit. That's hot enough to melt lead or burn up your pizza. Venus has no water oceans or any life forms. It also rotates backward compared to all other planets of the solar system, including Earth. By the way, another myth claims that Mercury is the hottest planet in the solar system. After all, it's the closest planet to the Sun, but Venus is actually hotter. Asteroids strike Earth much more often than people tend to believe. But most of these collisions aren't history-changing extinction events. Most of them go completely unnoticed. Most asteroids that approach our planet are qualified as small, near-Earth objects. They usually burn up in Earth's atmosphere before they even have a chance to wipe out life off the surface of the planet. Not that they're big enough to do that. And still, around 40 to 80 tons of space debris fall on Earth every year. Most of this debris is tiny asteroids, also called bolides. They're usually no larger than 65 feet in diameter. Um, that's small? Yeah, says so right here. Okay.